Hi, this is Adam and Joe. Welcome to another podcast selection from our show on XFM. Now here's Joe to say, enjoy the show four different ways. Cynical. Enjoy the show. Genuine. Enjoy the show. Sexy. Enjoy the show. <laughs> enjoy the show. That's like you're just re- taking your enjoy towel off. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> A wheezy laugh. You got one more. What's the fourth one? Uh, foreign. Onjala idoya. What language is that? <laughs> foreign. Foreign. It's a foreign language. <laughs> so here we go. That sounds interesting. Let's talk about it. I always enjoy our little chats. I never know what you'll say. I find when I buy big Easter eggs. That the shell part seems to be made from rather inferior chocolate I'm not sure about that new TV show Oh my goodness, Doctor Who's tonight I'm concerned that Billy may be shit. I'm not sure about that new TV show That sounds interesting, let's talk about it Let's start talking now So there you go, two, two topics that we could chat about entertainingly what a week. Doctor <laughs> Who. And Easter eggs. And Easter eggs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how dare you imply that Billy Piper's acting may not be up to standard. I've heard that it's very, very good. You know what? I've heard it's very good as well. But then I saw a trail last night mm. and that um, idea was removed from my head. Really? Yeah. You'd be amazed how much expression you can get out of big ch- chipmunk cheeks <laughs> and big silly lips. My dad saw Billy Piper on Parky last weekend. Mm. And uh, and then he came to to lunch the next day. Who is Billy? Who is Billy? Good question. He kept on saying. And uh, we just sort of tried to ignore him for a while, but he kept on saying it. Who is Billy? Who is Billy? And we said, well, she's a pop star and she's well, an that's actress. that's a lie. That's a lie as well. She was a pop star. Not really. Because we want to. Because we want yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Not really. And she might might be an actress, depending on how tonight goes. Honey to the bee. Basically, she's nothing, and she might be about to be something. Isn't that true? Well, and I'm not saying that she's bad, but she just hasn't yet emerged. Apparently, she from was, her chrysalis. She was very, very good in. Uh, is it the Canterbury Tales? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. I didn't see that. She, I didn't. She was good in that. My yeah. mum suddenly perked up and said, "She was very good in the Canterbury Tales." Really? Who is Billy? More to the point, what's happening with Alistair McGowan? Why? What's wrong with him? He's gone evil. Why? Because he's doing the credit he's card He's going through things. people's bins and stealing their <laughs> identities and using his skills as an impersonator to commit fraud. Yeah. And he's all over telly doing it. I know, it's a shock. It's a frightening thing. Maybe all the impressionists will start doing that, using their powers for evil. It's weird, isn't it? Because he's now completely associated with that campaign. He just seems frightening and evil. He's not really, man. It's just a... it's a... it's pretend. You think so? Yeah, yeah, he's not going through anyone's bins. I don't know, he looks sinister to me. Do you think anyone's been through your bins? No. No, it'll never happen, will it? Not. I'm not saying it's because you're not famous, but enough. Uh, that wasn't what I was implying. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. Okay, well, just checking. But, uh, yeah, do you shred your documents? No. Do you really not? No, I recycle them. Oh, mm. really? I'm a keen recycler, yeah. 
But what happens when you've recycled them a couple of times and there's no more room for recycling? No, I don't recycle them, but actually pulp them at home and make new paper out of them at home. How do you recycle them then? By putting them in the recycling bin. Yeah, but what if the fraudsters go through the recycling bin? I always bin? tear out the address bit, tear it, rip it into little pieces, put it in the <laughs> bin. <laughs> that must take ages. But yeah, it does, but it's good for the environment. Yeah, good for you. Oh, Christmas Day. <laughs> Do you, Can I just say, I'm sorry, this link is kind of going all over the shop. We'll play some more music in a second. But um, do you agree with me about the inferior chocolate on the outer, sh- the outer shell? What, you're suggesting that the Easter egg itself is made of worse chocolate than the contents yeah, or when the you, accompanying when snack? Yeah, when you get a big Easter egg with uh, smaller dedicated chocks inside. Yeah, let's, let's talk product brand names. What Easter eggs are you talking about? Well, it's been a while, actually, but something, I don't know, something Cadbury-based, like a mm-hmm. button Easter mm-hmm. egg, for example. Oh, they're delicious. You get the feeling that maybe the larger shell is not made from the same stuff as the buttons. I don't think they could get away with that, Adam. Really? It's got to be 100% Cadbury's chocolate all the way through. Yeah, I, I, I simply think that's an untenable assertion. Uh, it may well Your be. Honor. And if someone from Cadbury's wants to, they're welcome to give no us a call. No one's listening from Cadbury's. What do you mean no one's listening? They're it's Easter so weekend. They're all so fat at Cadbury's. This is the most important weekend. They spend weekend. all their time stuffing themselves with chocolate. Their arms are so porky. Man, they everyone... They can't reach their... <laughs> put their hands to their faces. It's the most important weekend in the Cadbury calendar. They'll, they'll be listening to every single show to get feedback on exactly this kind of thing. Yeah. That was interesting. We talked about it. Let's stop talking now. Hello, you've successfully downloaded the Adam and Joe podcast, highlights of our XFM radio show. If you're listening to this while driving a car or cycling, be careful. Because many of the stuff contained in the podcast Mm -mm. is so funny that you might fall off your bike or your car. So be careful. Please have your headsets ready for... Adam and Joe in the studio, coming through loud and clear. Hello, yes, this is XFM. This is Adam and Joe on XFM. Now, I think it's time for a text competition, don't you reckon, Joe? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I love text competitions. Now, I'm sure this is something that we've probably talked about before, but uh, maybe not for a while, and I thought it was time to update it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tribute band names. Mm -hmm. Always an enjoyable way of spending a few hours (laughs) with friends. Thinking of uh, tribute bands that maybe don't exist, and invariably you end up thinking of some that probably do exist, but you just don't know about them. For example... Uh, tribute band for the specials would be Today's Specials. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how about this? For the Foo Fighters, the Foe Fighters. They exist, don't they? Do they? I bet they exist. I don't they know. They have to. It's so good. They must. If anyone knows, uh, they, can, they can text us in. Incidentally, uh, for fact fans, apparently Go West are on tour with Tony Hadley. Thanks. Foe, the Foe Fighters spelled F-A-U-X. Yeah, Foe yeah, Fighters. Yeah. Okay, here's one for a 10cc tribute band made mm-hmm. up entirely of midgets. 5cc. Nice. Um, here's, a, here's one for a Strokes tribute band. Different Strokes. Nice. Come on. You know the one that always sticks in my head? This is a real one. Yeah. And they always play at the Swan opposite Stockwell Tube. It's the Oasis tribute band. And they're called No Way, Sis. Uh, yeah, they've been around for years. <laughs> that really sticks in my head, though. I find myself just walking along going, Oasis, No Way, Sis. <laughs> it's so clever. I feel like they've been around longer than Oasis have. Mm. Here, do you want some more? Yeah. But how about this for Joy Division? Ode to Joy Division? That's nice. That, is that good? or is that Yeah, just... no, that's good. That's good for your more sophisticated yeah. uh, fans. How about this? Uh, I don't really need to explain who it's for. The Birds and the Bee Gees? <laughs> well, that's like a sort of dirty Bee Gees show, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a like good a idea. Raymond Review Bar, right? Dirty Bee Gees, sexy heebie-jeebie Bee Gees show. Ladies, bearded ladies. Yeah. Um, how about this? This is rubbish. This one. This is for the Kaiser Chiefs. The Kaiser Thieves. 
It doesn't work because it would it should be thieves. That's more like a sort of rubbish headline from an NME article yeah. or something. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, here's here's one that I came up with this morning. I'm quite happy with it. Not so keen. Hey, Come on. well, you can't have a tribute band who don't like the band they're doing a tribute to. Is that's a that's a band for people who don't really like them <laughs> or who quite like them, or they play their songs really badly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the prize? Is it another Bob? Did are we running? We're running out of prizes. Surely not. Well, what about this? We've got. Oh, yeah. we've only got three because we were going to give one to the to the Ditizen to the. Well, we'll think of an amazing prize. Can we not steal something? from Yeah, them? we can steal. I'll go and steal something from outside. Don't steal Brian's beer. I will steal Brian's. He beer. sent an email around to all the staff. Specifically, going to steal something from Brian. Who's been stealing my beer from under my desk? Steal In Brian's the meantime, beer. While you're texting, listeners, eight three X FM. Uh, let's have a record. Yeah, this is uh, Kasabian, and it says helpfully here on the playlist, pronounced Kersabian, Kersabian. And uh, it's the fourth single from the Leicester Quartet, who have taken their name from Linda Kasabian. I didn't know this. The getaway driver for the Manson family. (laughs) (laughs) What a depressing fact. Here you go. This is Kasabian with LSF. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Now, of course, on the XFM show, we play a lot of music, but it's too expensive to do that on a podcast. So instead, here's an improvised indie rock classic for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the world's gone to war. My high street's got the same store. McDonald's is a big fat whore. I wish Bush would get out the back door. Tony Blair, liars in his name. Celebrities, instamatic fame. <laughs> the world turning on a pin. What's this din? What's this hell I'm in? I want to escape to a place with a blue sky. I want to get out somewhere else. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear in me. <laughs> oh dear in me. That was going really well until the end there. Oh dear in me. <laughs> You sort of lose credibility well, there. But that stuff before that was about good, the it? government and everything, <laughs> that was making me think. You hadn't thought that, had No, you? I hadn't. Tony Blair, what yeah. did you call him? He said he's got liar in his he's name. Got liar it's not in actually his true, name. he's got lair. Yeah, but if you switch the letters round. Where does a liar live? In a lair. That's brilliant, man. Blair, la, 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 la. That could be another chorus. Well, there you go. That's a bit of original music for you here on the uh, Adam and Joe XFM podcast. Wow. Um, so listen, Joe, I thought I'd give you some exciting uh, information about my week as a jobbing actor. Good one. I got a call from my agent. She said, are you up for going to do an audition at the BBC where you'll have to do a little bit of improvising? Hey. So I thought, yeah, love a bit of improv. You know, I'm the improv king. And I imagined what the deal would be was going in there, two or three people maybe in a little room, you're given a scene and you, you kind of go crazy all over its ass. And I was led into the BBC and into a big room and there were in this very large room I would say about 30 or 40 fairly well-known comedians from the current live stand-up Any circuit. names we'd know? Uh, well, let me see. Maybe I probably shouldn't say exact names. Okay, yeah, no, know. it's a secret. Okay, but, well, that's good enough. But I can tell you that there were people in there who've been on shows like Little Britain, <gasps> Titty Bang Bang, yeah. uh, a lot of BBC Those are some shows. of the greatest shows on television. Uh, the Office. The, oh. 
you know a lot yeah. of pretty well-known faces there and mm. certainly mm. very um, well-known stand-ups from the uh, current stand-up scene and they were all half of them were sat around the side the other half of them were stood in a semicircle in the middle of the room improvising uh whose line is it anyway style games you know yeah and it turned out that this was a show being put together by the producer of Whose Line Is It Anyway, yep. Dan Patterson, a new kind of improv show. And I didn't realize that was the deal at all. So I just went in there and I thought, oh, my God, this is my worst nightmare. Because I, like many other people, used to watch Have I Got News For You and think, you uh, mean, I mean, Whose Line mm-hmm. Is It Anyway? And just sort of imagine what I would say if I was in that situation. Would I be able to come out with anything mm. funnier than Tony Slattery? And usually the answer was no, you know, maybe, you know, Tony Slattery may not be saying anything that funny, but it's probably better than I could manage if I was on the spot. So let's see, Joe Cornish, how you do. Oh, wow. With some of the yeah. things that were thrown at me. Right? Okay. okay. Uh, but basically, I wanted to just turn around and get out of this room immediately. So I, were you standing in front of all these other comedians when you were asked to do this? Yeah. yeah so you yeah. were being watched by like 38 other yeah. top stand-ups. So, so the first thing was, uh, for example, they had an object do you remember that they would give them an object yeah, and they'd yeah, have to sort of yeah, say crazy yeah, things yeah, about the object yeah. to recontextualize it amusingly and they had a, a toy truncheon was one of them brilliant and so you, what you'd have to do is when you had an idea for something funny to say about the toy truncheon oh, I'm feeling nervous you already. went into the middle of the semicircle and you tapped the person with the truncheon on the shoulder and said brilliant. freeze and then you would say something funny so you didn't have to go up but no. if you didn't go up, you're not going to be in the show. No, exactly, exactly. You've got to make an effort. And some people were going mental with this thing. They were really trying hard and they had loads of things to say. Yeah. Some funny, some not. Uh, for example, there was with the, with the plastic truncheon, people were coming out with stuff like, Sir, this is salami. You are really spoiling us. That's good. Right. Uh, someone said, uh, step over here, sir. Empty your pockets, please. You know, like a like, handheld yeah. security yeah, detector. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone said, oh, I've been overfeeding my slug. <laughs> it, was, it looked a bit like a slug. Uh, so anyway, then, then it was my turn. It's going to be a good show, isn't it? Yeah. When it was my, my turn to do something, I was sat down in a row because I was a latecomer. I was mm. sat down in a row with the other four latecomers mm. and people were just told to fire questions at us. And we had to just come up with answers on the spot, amusing answers to these questions. So here you go, Joe Cornish. Yeah. See how you do with these. Okay. State a fact about yourself that would surprise the audience. I've got three bums. Not bad. You see... I think probably about as good. <laughs> Anthony's laughing. Anthony loves that. Look at that. She just loves bums. Uh, I came out with, check this out for yeah. rubbishness, yeah. right? I came out with, I'm sleeping with David Cameron. Oh, come on. That's political. That's rubbish. <laughs> it's what, so... Did anyone laugh at that? No, no, not really. No. They, was they there sort a of, sort of polite no, laughter? People, <laughs> yeah, people were supportive. Mm. They, everyone was yeah. laughing at everyone else's gags yeah. because no Give one wanted one. to Give me another one. Give me another one. What book are you reading at the moment? Oh, something oh, funny! This is you, tricky. you can't just be honest. You can't oh. say something funny. So I was going to mm. say, yeah. So, so what are you going to say? Uh, the Argos catalogue. <laughs> quite, quite good. Quite good. I was going to say, okay, I'm going to say the Da Vinci Code, and then I'm going to be like pretend to be a ponce about it, you know, yeah. like as a joke. But then the person sat next to me said it. You could have made a, D- a Dick and Dom in Da Vinci Code joke. Oh, man. You could have said, oh, I'm reading the kids' version of uh, Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Dick and Dom in Da Vinci Code. <laughs> that would have gone down well, wouldn't that it? Gone Trust down me, that would have gone down amazingly. I'm sure, but obviously I didn't think of that because I'm a jerk. Okay, how about this? Who's responsible for bird flu? Um, who's responsible for bird flu? You can't, no, I need some thinking time. No, you can't have any. You're on the spot. <laughs> Mrs Thatcher. Mrs Thatcher? <laughs> what does that mean? It's like your David Cameron one, but more dated. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad to see that you would do as well as I yeah. did. Okay, here, here's another one. World's worst person to share a flat with. This was one of the ones where you have to stand forward and, and yeah. impersonate the world's worst person to share a flat with. Here's what I did. I stepped forward and I said, I won't need to use the toilet. I generally pee in bottles. What's that all about? What is that all about? I mean, Christ, why did I think that was even worth stepping forward for? The only reason I did it was because I hadn't said anything for the last 17 minutes or something. I thought, this is embarrassing. That sounds embarrassing. Oh, it was hideous. And here's, here's one more. First scenes of first drafts for famous movies. Go, Joe Cornish. Okay, uh, Titanic. Uh... Oh, I don't know. You see? I don't know. E.T. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? I stepped forward and I said, Oh, hey, guys, I just woke up from hypersleep and I found this really cuddly alien. Can we keep it? Oh, that's the first scene from Alien? Yeah. Yeah, that's the good, first man. Draft or like, I just said the names of films. Yeah, you That's know. not good enough, is it? <laughs> no, you wouldn't get through like, to To prove I know two. some films. Anyway, it was exhausting and, and I'll never do it again. That was Fix the Pipe by Applejack Mac. You're listening to Adam and Joe Podcast Music Gold. Filling the gaps with music and craps. Don't forget you can write to us at Adam and Joe Podcast Music Gold, Room 108, France. Or you can simply shout Adam and Joe, followed by your comment or request, and then stop. We'd love to hear from you. Now, here's the new one from Bottom Rodeo. Welcome to another randomly chosen podcast nugget from the Adam and Joe radio show on XFM. Yeah, that's brand new music here on XFM. Walk away from Franz Ferdinand. Mum says it's magical. What are you? What's that? It's the Disneyland advert, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mum says it's magical. I love that song, though. That's amazing. You know, their, their new album is much better in my book than their first one, I think. Mum says it's magical. Yeah, well, she's right. It's really, really good. Mm. I mean, I like the first Franz Ferdinand album, but this one's a smash. Is it celebrity regression time? Yeah, I think it is. It's, uh, right it's, it, it's competition time. Competition time. You could win a DVD or tickets to a show. You just never know, so sharpen up your brain and get ready to play. Yes, it's celebrity <laughs> regression time. You can win a copy of the fantastic Nathan Barley DVD, Chris Morris's exciting uh, show, if you can guess what celebrity's brain I'm going to regress Adam into and what films he is witnessing. Don't be put off by the accents because there's no telling what kind of accent the regression will that's a side effect of, of, of hypnotic regression. Yeah, it's not an accurate accent of no, the person I'm being no, regressed into. That, that is scientifically true. Yeah. So, okay, if you'd like to ring the regression bell. <sighs> okay. And an atmosphere of calm and relaxation descends over the studio and over the homes, cars <sighs> and ears of our listeners. Deep breaths, expanding the stomach. <gasps> exhaling through the mouth, in through the nose. Out, what? Out through the mouth, in through the nose at the same time? Yep. And relax and close your eyes and drift back. Empty your mind of the two thoughts. Yes, and that one. And now drift back, drift back into the light of a star. The glimmering, shimmering beam 
of celebrity of a famous person. <laughs> Occupy their head. Enter one of their films. And now, Adam, wake up. Tell us what you see. <laughs> oh, I'm in a, I'm in a big room with cars in, in it. It's a big room with cars. It's a car shop. I run the car shop, and I, I got a big jacket and a hat because it's, it's cold outside. It's real cold. And I'm a loser. I'm an uptight loser, and you better get used to it because that's mainly what I do. It's my special special my specialism. And at first, it, first it seems like I might be a fun loser, but then it turns out I'm more of a creepy loser, and your sympathies get all flipped around, and that's what's clever about it. And I got a hat with flaps that come down over my ears because it's cold outside and it's a car. I got a car shop. And, and it's a car shop. Okay, just breathe. Let's regress, Adam, into the second film. Wake up. Tell us what you can see. Oh, I'm at a party. It's a by a pool. It's the 70s and I'm uptight again. It's a pool party and it's in LA, but it's not It's not the TV show LA Pool Party, but it's similar because there's a lot of nearly naked people at the party and some of them are are naked and they're naked and they're playing with each other and my wife's over there and she what's she doing oh that isn't good that's not good that's making me uptight i'm getting uptight you might think i'm a funny loser man whose wife is over there and she shouldn't be doing that but i'm like a coiled up clock or something or a, and sooner or later i'm gonna go off like a clock and then you're gonna wake up like a clock and i'm coiled, and relax coiled up and relax like a, here's our third and final film wake up tell us what you can see <laughs> Oh, I'm in an office now, and it's a school in a school office, and it's the 60s, and I'm uptight, and I got a crew cut and glasses because I'm uptight, and things have to be done by the book or I'm going to blow my stack right off, and I'm upset with the new teacher because he's not doing things by the book. The other day, for example, I went into the, into the classroom there. He was playing newfangled music to the kids. For example, Fats Domino and Louie Louie, that song, and that's not acceptable. I believe that... Music should be mainly old-fangled because I'm uptight and I got a crew cut and I want to keep all the fangling old, you understand me, because I'm uptight that way. And if that new teacher thinks he's going to get promoted, he's got another thing coming because of the fangling and I don't appreciate that the new fangled. Just breathe, just breathe. Okay, listeners, please help save Adam from his celebrity regression. He's going to remain in the head and the films of this star until someone calls correctly identifies the star and the films and we'll give them a Nathan Barley DVD. Please call now. Till next time, thank you very much. Love you, bye! X-F-M This is X-F-M